G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. As you might appreciate, when the issues of legalising or decriminalising prostitution are on the agenda of local or state governments, Christian leaders have a perspective to contribute. The South Australian Parliament could soon vote on decriminalising sex work within months after an Upper House Committee recommended South Australia become the second state to do so. So the South Australian Government is presently considering decriminalising prostitution and are being encouraged to adopt what is known as the Nordic model. Now, under the Nordic model, where criminal charges apply to someone who pays money for sexual services, it then doesn't apply to sex workers themselves. Jack Sonneman from the Australian Federation for the Family has been an outspoken critic of a number of models that have been put forward. He's also a critic of the Nordic model. Jack Sonneman's joining us. Hello, Jack. Welcome back to 2020. Bless you, Neil. Thank you for having me. Jack, what's your main concern here? Because there's been a number of debates going on about what model to adopt when it comes to sex work. And uh, you're saying that as a Christian believer, you're to reject all of those and go with a biblical <laughs> stance. Well, Neil, it's not, not what I say. It's what God says. I mean, what, what we're supposed to establish the kingdom of God, the last I heard, on earth as it is in heaven, not as it is in Norway. Norway allows their daughters to work as, as, as prostitutes. I don't think that's a good position for them to take. I think it's a bad position. I think the men of God in Australia who haven't forgot that their hands have been trained for war need to protect their women, their children, their daughters, their wives, their mothers, and not allow them to be exploited by the, the organized crime-infused sex slavery world of prostitution. The Nordic model, remember, allows our daughters to work as prostitutes. A Christian has to recognize prostitution as sin, and we don't need to encourage women in that sin. We need to discourage them from that by certainly not embracing it as legal. Jack, some people will say, well, prostitution is going to happen. It's called the oldest profession. And so rather than try to stamp it out, some, somehow you've got to try and manage it. Uh, what's your response to that ideal? Imagine William Wilberforce saying the same thing about slavery. And by the way, slavery exists more today than it ever has in man's history. But imagine William Wilberforce saying, oh, we can't abolish slavery. We must regulate it. That's what the Nordic model does. Imagine Abraham Lincoln saying, oh, we can't abolish slavery in American southern states. We can only hope to regulate it. When it comes to prostitution, I am an abolitionist as the great Christian leaders in the past have been, not a regulationist. Okay. Now, you're basing these thoughts, too, on some opportunities that there have been in cities around the world where they've tried the Nordic model and it's actually failed. One of those in New York, what was the story there? 
Do you know, Neil, the, the principal, the keynote speaker for the World Congress on Families event in Sydney here a couple of years back uh, actually stayed with us, although I was banned from the event. Uh, he actually stayed with us here in Tasmania. But when he was a, uh, a New York attorney, a U.S. attorney in New York, they adopted the Nordic model and aspects of it. And they found that all it did was stop some of the men who may be embarrassed by visiting a brothel. And so they rescinded it. It, it doesn't work. It doesn't do anything. It doesn't. And in Australia, especially, where is the shame in visiting brothels today when we have them listed on our stock exchange? They trade shares publicly, and we even have uh, uh, leaders say in women's magazines in Australia that they wish their husband would visit a brothel when they're out of town. So it's not like it used to be. We don't need to adopt the world standard. We need to protect our women. We need to not turn back in the day of battle as the sons of Ephraim did. Although they were archers equipped with bows, Psalm 78, 9, they turned back in the day of battle. My contention is there is a battle going on. First John 3, 8 says we're to destroy the works of the devil. That's why Jesus came. Prostitution is a work of the devil. We don't need to regulate it. We need to destroy it. That's in my opinion. And of course, people who are arguing, though, for this Nordic model would say that they're trying to do that to protect women. Uh, you're saying that's just not good enough because as a course, Christian, you've got to, you've got to stamp it out. Amen, I do. And, and listen, murder exists today. Um, we have all kinds of things that exist that we have stamped out legally just because, you know, murder is illegal doesn't mean it will not occur. But once prostitution is proscribed, now proscribes, I mean made illegal, less of it will occur. If we really want to, in Rhode Island, the last state in America with statewide legal prostitution, they just banned it. In fact, the Democrat legislature, Joanne Jennings, I was just with some of these people in Texas at a big sexual exploitation conference of world leaders. Joanne Giannini, the Democrat legislator leader in Rhode Island, the last state with legal prostitution, said the only way to protect the women is to ban the industry, which they did. Uh, the Nordic model does not ban the industry. Was Joanne Giannini wrong? This feminist leader, this Democrat legislator, was she wrong? No, she was right. The only way to protect the women is to ban the industry. I'm very concerned about the sex slavery, about the human trafficking. If we allow these people to get a foot in the door, the door will be more widely opened. We need to shut that door, just like we have worked against porn. By the way, my supporters across the nation have been with me for 30-some odd years. They're the best people in the world, and they have just responded positively to my, my latest newsletter. And all the people listening to this need to understand we need to lift god's standard not norway's standard uh, let me just uh, tease out a few more thoughts from you here jack because you're making some important points uh, when you say that christians should be abolitionists not regulationists uh, but uh, most of us can think of perhaps even in our own communities where there are legal brothels that are operating. And and when we went through that all of that process uh, legalizing brothels, it sort of went out of the headlines beyond that because when they were functioning illegally, uh, there were no health checks and uh, people's uh, uh, safety may have been more at risk. Uh, but it seems to have somehow rather died down. Uh, there's There's nothing on the boil when it comes to a Christian expression of being an abolitionist when it comes to prostitution. Are you, are you trying to fire that up? 
Well, I would hope so. Because of the millennials today, who, by the way, Josh McDowell says they're the most prodigious users of pornography in man's history. Because of the millennials today and their influence in the church, all kinds of things we have been desensitized to, prostitution being one of them. Now, the Nordic model has, in my opinion, been influenced strongly by a feminist um, impact, a feminist influence, not a biblical influence. The, the feminist is, oh, bad, bad men, bad men, nice girls, nice girls, whereas a, a Christian uh, impact there should be, all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, men and women. They're not some nice ones and bad ones. They're all in that category, and women need to be protected from all aspects of prostitution. The Nordic model does not do that. Um, in fact, there has been massive Christian opposition against the Nordic model in every country where, has it, where it has been implemented. Now, that doesn't make the news too often. A lot of these feminist leaders and some of these Christian leaders tend to forget that their brothers and sisters in other countries have stood firm and have stood steadfast against it, but they've passed it anyway, kind of like the Homosexual marriage laws have been passed against Christian opposition, and the abortion laws have been passed against Christian opposition. Well, the Nordic model has been passed against Christian opposition. Uh, tell me what you think ought to be done by people, not only in South Australia, although that's where the debate's going on, but people listening to our conversation now, Jack, all over Australia. What sort of action do you hope that people will take uh, with regard to prostitution in their own community? All they need to do is go to my website, ausfamily.org, and click on uh, Take Action. Click on Politicians. They can go to their own politicians. They can email every one of them and say they would like to see all aspects of prostitution prohibited. We we think if you're going to ask something, by the way, Lobbying 101, first grade lobbying instruction, very first basic understanding of all lobbying is, and I don't understand why some of these Christians groups don't realize and accept this, you always ask for more than you expect to receive. Always, always, always. Sadly, there are some other Christian groups and lobbyist groups here in Australia that have put the Nordic model on a pedestal to where that's all they're doing. That is their standard. That is their absolute. It's not my absolute. God's word is my absolute. Let's see God come into the picture and do the impossible. He only does that when we, us, his people, bring him into the picture. Not when we bring what somebody says into the picture, but bring God into the picture. I have seen this, and my supporters and those who take part with me in the Australian Federation for the Family and some of our impossible victories know that. We do these over and above all we could ask or think. Because we try to raise up a standard that is God's standard, not the world's standard. So, Jack, when people go to your website, they'll be able to find a top 12 reasons why a biblical Christian must take a vigorous stance against the Nordic model on prostitution. Uh, We've talked through some of those today, but I imagine having those on your website is a way that you can help equip people with an understanding of what they can do and what to say uh, when opposition uh, is brought against their argument. Uh, Yes, they can. Uh, That's a a good thing about the truth. Jesus, uh, Hosea 4, 6 says, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. We need to have 
knowledgeable facts. We need to know what the Scripture says. We need to go to the Word to see what God says about these things, so we then can know how to raise His standard. That's the standard where we see the victory. And by the way, anyone can go to my website and see, go to Jack's blog and see all kinds of stuff about prostitution. Go to submissions on my website and see all kinds of our submissions into state parliamentary committees and, and local parliamentary committees and even federal parliamentary committees where we have been successful in blocking the application for new brothels. We've been successful in closing brothels. We've been all kinds of ways successful because we have brought the truth into the picture, and the truth is what overcomes the lies. We're to, as Hebrews 10.24 says, we're to stimulate, stimulate one another with love and good deeds. It is not good to allow our daughters to work as prostitutes, which the Nordic model does. Where the South Australian Parliament could vote on decriminalising sex work within months after an upper house committee recommended South Australia become the second state to do so, uh, an outspoken Jack Sonneman and his website where you can find those 12 points is ozfamily.org. That's A-U-S family. Dot org, and uh, you'll be able to equip yourself with those understandings of a biblical model for resisting uh, the idea of decriminalizing prostitution, with the idea of having an abolitionist mindset, not a regulationist mindset. Jack Sonneman, always good getting your insights. And, uh, Thank the, you, Neil. The Australian a- Federation any, any for the of Family. Any listeners can email me, jack at org. I'd love to get into dialogue, and I'm happy to take any kind of biblical reproof or admonish, admonishment on these issues. We need to lift God into this picture if we want to see God show himself strong on our behalf. James 4, 7, resist the devil and he will flee from you. The devil is in the Nordic model. Okay, Jack at OzFamily.org, a direct invitation uh, to get into a conversation with Jack Sonneman. That website is OzFamily.org. Jack, thanks for being with us again today on 2020. Bless you, Neil. Thank you very much. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.